Hello, my name is Jonathan Swift, the Content Director at InfoPro Digital's Insurance Division. and I'm delighted to welcome you to this, the second in a two-part podcast series in association with CRIF Decision Solutions, where my guests and I will be discussing open banking and its relationship with the insurance sector. For this second episode, I'm joined by Sarah Constantini, the Managing Director of CRIF Decision Solutions, and Johnny Valentine, the Founder and CTO of Finco and InsureTech UK Board Member. Welcome both. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Now, if I come to you first of all, um, Johnny, uh, what benefits could forward-looking insurance or insurtech businesses reap by exploring open banking? Well, obviously you've got the the most obvious one, which is the data uh, that comes from that, uh, gaining access to uh, whether it be bank statements, um, transactional history, behaviours of individuals. Obviously, it's gold dust to the actuary who wants every bit of data in the world. Uh, whether it's to understand the risk or to, I suppose, create more pockets of risk. Um, but also, for me, I think that's the the too obvious route. Um, and could, we could end up down a, ba- a bad path if people exploit that too much, where people don't trust their insurers as much because of what we do with that data. So it's got to be done carefully. But I think we've got the ability to create new products, whether it's the way that we the way we charge a customer, the, the way that we... Um, send money to them. Obviously, um, it's a much quicker way um, of giving money to customers. But also, maybe the way that we work, you deal with the likes of excesses or um, that part of the insurance proposition. So I think there's an opportunity for someone to think outside of the box and how do they make a product uh, when they've got access to data and this this connection with the customers, um, well, their, their entire banking system. And Johnny, though, putting those benefits to one side, a recent survey that Insurance Post carried out indicated that awareness amongst insurance businesses about open banking is actually fairly low. How should they go about researching and understanding the benefits of open banking? Uh, as someone who's tried to do it my, myself, it's, <laughs> it, it can be difficult because the open banking framework is a rapidly moving thing. Um, the, federate, the, the group that run it are doing an amazing job and there's a lot of documentation. But, and, and there are simple... Um, people that sit on top of that API already, like some Yolt or Trulay, where you can go and look up and what products they offer and what services they can provide you if you connect with them, um, which is a great way to start to understand the basics. They do a really good job of explaining it. But I think once you've got that high level of understanding, because the framework is moving so fast and there is so many new features coming out so often, those um, third-party service providers are only offering a subset. So for me, the best place to go is the actual open banking framework itself, where there is, you've got all of the documentation, the wiki, it tells you what's the latest features to be added. For example, credit card information recently has gone, gone on there. And um, you've got the ability to really understand what you can offer your customers. And then you can decide whether you go down the route of actually integrating directly with open banking yourself and becoming an open banking provider, which is quite simple to do, by the way, or going through TrueLayer and Yolt if they offer the services you need. They're just examples that I know, but they're the, the big popular ones. Yeah, thank you, Johnny. In terms of competitive advantage, Johnny, do you genuinely believe that insurance businesses that ignore open banking might potentially be left behind? And, you know, are insurtechs better positioned to gain first move advantage here? Well, if you think about the basic, let's say paying a claim out, uh, you don't want to be the only insurer left that's got, that sends checks out or does the bank transfer that takes uh, weeks. Your reviews aren't going to look good if you're the odd one out. So I think... Um, there is going to be a need for people to start using this data once it becomes more common, because if the data that you're getting from it, the customer insights, 
and there's no proxy to that data, then you are at a disadvantage, whether it's that pricing or, or the creation of new products that are more customer-centric and more flexible. Uh, and Shortex naturally know how to uh, integrate with third parties easier, whether it be um, a third party or open banking directly. So they can probably pivot easier to start using that data. And their policy systems are more likely to be able to build products that aren't your traditional 12 months installments, et cetera. So you've got the ability for them to create new products much easier. But you think the likes of in Hastings announcing yesterday that um, they could deal with what three words API and being the first insurer to do that. That insurers are catching up and they do have that ability. But I think insurtechs are naturally going to be able to work a little bit quicker. So sorry, if I come to you, I mean, what would your advice be to any person listening to this that might have had their interest in open banking peaked? Uh, there is, uh, of course, uh, an element related to the education, as uh, John was referring before, uh, on the basis of, for example, um, training course or even blog that uh, uh, CRIF Decision Solutions has published together with the uh, uh, post insurance. Uh, and there is also a theme, uh, an area and, uh, and a theme of uh, related to um, the benefit of this information that uh, um, that are more updated with respect to the standard bureau ones. So coming back to the point of uh, um, who is potentially left behind, potentially uh, those organizations that uh, uh, could not be up to speed with the information like the open banking and the open finance ones that are definitely much more um, recent, much more modern, much more fresh than um, the one that we usually uh, historically have relied on. And Johnny, have you got any kind of final advice for people out there? I think uh, get, have a look. It's a very interesting framework. There's lots of potential there, and it changes the way we can work with our customers, either rewarding them or get using that data to give help our customers. Uh, since we don't have the best reputation on anything we can do to build more innovative products. So go out there, have a look, and see what you can do. Well, that's all we have time for. So a big thank you to Sarah and Johnny for giving us their time. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you'd like to read more about the research carried out by Insurance Post and CRIF, you can find it either online at Insurance Post or Insurance Hound. And if you missed the first podcast in this series, remember to check it out. But for now, it's goodbye from me. Cheerio, everybody. Mm -hmm.